Well, this is Jay Strack, currently a minister, but his life took some difficult turns. His dad walked out when he was six years old. His mother turned to alcohol, began to then go to bars and bring home strange men that would live there for weeks at a time. And eventually some of the men she brought home got very violent. They would beat her. They would beat Jay. And he said at six years old, he learned to sleep with a baseball bat. He never knew when he might have to chase one of these men out of the house to defend his mom. We'll come back to his story in a minute so we can see the amazing depths that God's grace can reach. You know, there's a fascinating verse, Isaiah 59, 16. It said, God saw there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor. Therefore, his own arm brought salvation, his own righteousness, it sustained him. We'll come back to Isaiah's words in a moment here, but let's go back to 1950. Dr. Hans Seil, a medical doctor, said he noticed something in common with all his patients, and it didn't matter if they were sick or not sick. He said all the patients that said they were sick had this in common. He said they all looked sick. They all had you know, pain in their face, their shoulders slumped, breathing heavy, looking at the ground. He said for most, they didn't have a virus. They didn't have any kind of flu. It was something else taking place. And so we might use the word every day in our culture, but until 1950, nobody had the word that Dr. Hans Seil created, which is stress. And what he realized is about 80% of the people that came to see him were not ill, though they looked sick. Something else was taking place in their thoughts. And their thoughts impacted their body, which impacted the way they felt. And so from stress, then we know that you can have all sorts of chemicals in your body that are toxic, lead to things like high blood pressure. They lead to ulcers, can lead to a lot of complications. So we're going to look at something here. Tony Robbins came up with this. It's called happiness is when your LC, life condition, equals your blueprint. Your life condition, the way things are, equals your blueprint, the way you think they should be. Happiness is gone, though, when your life condition does not equal your blueprint. And in that time, what people call a stressful time, you have two choices. You can change your life condition, your circumstance, that may take some time, or in a moment, you can change your blueprint, what something means to you. You know, you look back at history, Jesus going to the cross, unfair trial. Externally, it looked like circumstantially, everything was wrong. What was the meaning though behind that? It was the greatest victory. You see, the meaning is what matters. We have 60,000 thoughts a day, and we want to see from looking at Isaiah, our part to play, is to be that person Isaiah said God is looking for and be that person from a healthy place in Christ where we say, you know what? If my life condition, the way things are, don't equal my blueprint in a moment, I can change the meaning and I can work on changing the condition of my life. And when we do that and find strength and faith, then we can be a brighter light. And that's what Isaiah says God is looking for. Back to verse 16, he says in the first half, God saw there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor. 
What is an intercessor? We'll see that here in a moment. But the main picture of interceding is to pray God's promises would be true for another person. And God looked for somebody in this time, 600 BC, who would pray for the community and the nation. And it says he wondered. He was surprised that he could not find anybody to be an intercessor. Let's talk about our culture, something taking place. Studies show this. 50%, 50% of kids 10 to 15 are bullied, and many of them online to such a degree that they end up hurting themselves. Think about that. Something to intercede in our culture. Why are people often so unkind? Why are people often so fearful? Why are people often so selfish? What does God say he's looking for? Someone that he can see to be that intercessor to pray that God's promises be revealed in somebody else's life, that his salvation be in their hearts, that their spiritual blindness be removed so they can see the promise of the gospel. Andrew Murray said it like this, God rules the world and the church through the prayers of his people. We're going to talk about what type of prayers, though, he is talking about. Proverbs 23, 7, a verse most people know by heart, but don't just take it as a verse to know, but take it literal as a literal truth. Proverbs 23, 7, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. 60,000 thoughts a day. Do we think the thoughts of Christ? Do we think things like, I am the righteousness of God. I am perfected in Christ. My sins are cast as far as the east is from the west, so I have no need to revisit them and rehearse them in my mind. Do we think I am victorious in all things because greater is he in me than he is in the world? What are the thoughts that dominate our life? What are the thoughts that dominate many people's lives? Here's a simple thing each of us can do. Harv Ecker came up with this. We have a lot of competition we have a lot of things where people are divided. We have a lot of things where people have envy. When they see somebody reaching, say, a goal they wanted to reach. Here's what he recommends. When you see somebody that has reached a goal or a dream or a place in their life or a health in their relationship, don't be envious. He says, rather this, bless that which you want. Bless that which you want. It's a different way of thinking in the heart. If you can think in your heart, let me not be envious, jealous, or resentful, but rather let me bless that what I want when I see it in somebody else's life. Just simply say blessings unto them. E.W. Kenyon writes this about the words we speak from our heart. And he talks about this from facing a place where he had this illness. He says this, it was very difficult to hold fast to a confession of healing when I was sick. I was making two confessions. I confessed the truth of the Bible, and I also confessed I was not healed. If you asked me, do I believe by his stripes you are healed? I would have said, yes, sir, I do. But I also would have said, but the pain is there. The second confession nullified the first. I had two confessions. Then came the great battle to gain mastery over my confession. Here's the key. I learned to have but one confession. 
to confess what God says that you are, to confess the promises he says you already have, to confess that which you want to see in your life instead of confessing lack or fear or pain or selfishness. The world needs people that'll stand up in Christ and shine their light and then do what Isaiah says God was looking for to intercede for others. Let's go back to Jay Stack. Jay Strack here, he had then gone to be with his mom and four years passed, different men had come into the house and one particular man, he said, one day said, Jay, you can call me dad. Jay said he was so excited. The next day he went to school, told his friends and teachers he finally had a dad. And then a few weeks went by and this man too began to drink and then left. Here's what happens next. I rode my bike to the bar where I knew he was. I pleaded for him to come home. He said, Jay, tell you what, if you get on your knees and beg me, I'll come home and be your dad. I got down on a filthy, sticky floor in a bar and begged, but Bob just laughed. And just as quickly, so did the rest of the men in that bar. Listen to this line. The light went out in me that day. God saw there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor. You see, the calling for us is what happens here in the next half of Isaiah. And we'll come back to that here in a moment. See if you can guess who this person is. An actor who was rejected for roles. And here's the reason he was told he was rejected. He had a chipped tooth. He talked too slow. His Adam's apple was too big. And he was average looking. We talked about Paul Jenkins before who said, you know, Depression and hopelessness are when people believe that a problem is permanent, personal, and pervasive. Permanent, it'll never change. Personal, nobody can know what I'm going through. Or pervasive, it impacts my entire life. This is where, again, we have to have the mind of Christ. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Nothing is permanent but Christ, who is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Personal, we know that Jesus entered into our life to taste the suffering we experience. He understands. And pervasive, the only thing pervasive is what we have in Christ who changes our entire life in every area when we surrender unto Him. But here's something to take, and please hear what I'm saying here. Richard Bandler is the one I learned this from. He did a lot of counseling for many years, and he said, you know, People often come in and they will say, I have been maybe lonely for 20 years or angry for 20 years. Not that long ago, somebody told me how they were angry about something and it had been 22 years. And you could tell they still felt that anger was there in their jaw, their red face, the tension in their body. Richard Bandler makes a great point. You can't be something for that many years. You can't be, for instance, angry for 20 years. Your brain simply won't allow it. You would become habituated to that feeling and you wouldn't have it anymore. So the reality is when people say, I've been angry for this many years, the reality is maybe they were angry a few minutes this day and a few minutes 
the next day. And maybe two weeks went by before they had that anger again. And over and over, you add that up, and maybe the real total is not that they've been angry for 20 years, but maybe it's only six months total. You see, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And when somebody has this great big wall and says it's 20 years, well, that's a lot different than saying, you know what? Maybe I've just been sad for two months total. And when you bring it down to that level, the real level, then you can find a way to defeat that when you see it in that perspective. You see, Christ is the one who is permanent and pervasive in our life. Everything else, we are more than overcomers. And in that overcoming place, back to Isaiah 59, 16, is the part you and I are to play. It says, God wondered there was no intercessor. And what does it say? Therefore, his own arm, Christ, brought salvation. His own righteousness, Christ, sustained him. Jesus became that intercessor, and he's passed that ministry on to you and to me. He has reconciled us to the Father, and now he calls us to be praying about those in our community. But it's not just prayer. It's something else we'll see in just a moment. Back to Jay Strack. When I was 17, I heard a preacher say, it doesn't matter what you've done, God loves you. Stand up tonight, give him your heart. I thought, why would God ever want my heart? But I needed to believe. I jumped to my feet and said aloud, God, give me you in my life. And for the first time in years, tears flowed. I went home and I waited for what would come next. Was it real? And would it last? I had no idea. I was 17. And from that first day, God began to heal me. What happened after the light went out in his life, he got into drugs and into crime. And he eventually went to jail. And now this moment changes when that light of Christ enters into his life. We'll see if it lasted or not. Now, if you go back to the Garden of Gethsemane, we're told in Hebrews 5, 7, in the days of his flesh, Jesus offered up prayer, and here's the key, and supplication. Notice again, go to the first chapter of Acts. We're told the apostles were in accord in prayer and supplication. And then if you go to Ephesians 6.18, Paul says, Pray always with prayer and supplication. The key there, we understand prayer. Prayer is talking to God, and there's many different types of prayer. Supplication, though, the meaning there is to kneel before the throne and plead for God's mercy on somebody else's behalf. We have to stop and say, have I really given to my community, to this county, to my country, supplication? And if not, simply say, from this day on, I will. I will get down and pray on my knees before the throne and intercede so God won't wonder where an intercessor is. He'll see me and say, there's one. And then I will plead that God's promises be revealed in somebody else's life and that the darkness of the enemy be taken away and that the blind see, the lost be found, and those spiritually dead be given life. And it's a pleading with fervency and diligence. Jesus prayed, 
but he also then gave himself to supplication. The apostles, the same thing, and Paul, also supplication. So back to Jay Strack. He wanted to go to college. Five times he tried, he got rejected. He said, how do you go to college with a criminal background and as a high school dropout? Here's what he said. Somehow, and I don't know how, I was in the office of the president of Charleston University. He listened to my story and said, Jay, you're in. You have one shot, one semester. Don't blow it. I immersed myself in the Bible and in healthy relationships. I did graduate. I earned my master's next, then my doctorate. I want you to know if I can overcome, anyone can. God has a plan. Isaiah 43 from the message paraphrase says it like this. When you're in over your head, I am there with you. When you're in rough waters, you will not go down. When you're between a rock and a hard place, it won't be a dead end because I am God. I paid a huge price for you. That's how much you mean to me. That's how much I love you. So don't be afraid. I am with you. These are some pictures from Dewitt Jones, some of his favorites, landscapes and mountains. Here's the thing, fascinating. Dewitt Jones, a photographer for National Geographic for almost 40 years. But here's what he says. For every picture published, I took 4,000 other photographs. For every one accepted to be published, 4,000 were not. He goes on to talk about you cannot let rejection in fear of people's opinions stop you. You cannot let what fear does end your progress. He just says it's part of how it works. 4,000 pictures I will not be able to publish and only one will make it. But he said, that's okay because that's my passion. Have you figured out who the actor is? Chip Tooth, Talk Too Slow, Adam's Apple, Too Big, Average Looking, Rest of the Story. His movies have earned $3 billion. He personally has a worth of $400 million in the bank. If rejection stopped him, the world would not know Clint Eastwood. Fear of what people think fear of others and what they have to say or just fear itself. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. God is looking for intercessors. Jesus became the intercessor. He's passed that ministry on to you and I. So let's be about living healthy in Christ. And from that place of health in Christ, then give prayer and supplication to our community around us, to families and friends and co-workers, so they too can then know and walk and live in the light of Christ. If your life conditions are not what they are meant to be, bless that which you want. Change your blueprint. Trust in the promises. Be about interceding on other people's behalf. We close with Jay Strack. Here's what he says next. I say to people... Do you remember when the light went out in you? Every suffering person I've ever met says yes. 
To that, Jesus says, I am the light of the world. Second, do you feel as I did that those of us who never follow through and don't keep our promises aren't capable of a new life? I almost let that keep me from praying the prayer that changed my life. But Jude says, now all glory to God who is able to keep you from falling away. The good news, it's up to him, not you. There are no limits to his power. His compassion is fresh every morning. His love is completely unconditional. May God look and find intercessors in us. His own right hand, Christ, has reconciled us unto him. So may we carry out his ministry now in the world and in the community in which he has placed each of our lives.